Welcome to Food Fight, the food podcast where we debate food topics despite having no real culinary knowledge, yet we still defend our uneducated opinions to the death. I'm your host, Kirk Pinchon. I am your other host, Lindsay Gentile. And each week we take one single food theme and dissect it, discuss it, and debate it within an inch of its life. We offer no answers nor solutions to these food dilemmas, only more chaos. I'm trying not to laugh because I feel like you're laughing at me as right before we started recording, I was having daughter issues. That's fine. My dog is wilding out right now. So we're all in this together. (laughs) We're all in this together. I'm going to blame them and not us for the lack of professionality. Yes, it's obviously not us. Obviously never us. But before we start, you know, sometimes very rarely we educate here. Yeah, we try to learn a thing every month or so. <laughs> yeah, like every three or four months, maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> remember when we talked about Triscuits? Yes. And we liked Triscuits. I love Triscuits. We think they're better than Wheat Thins. Yes, we do. Although I like a Wheat Thin Triscuits. Triscuits you know, win. They're the best. Randomly, just in a social media feed of mine, was someone posting something about what the name Triscuit comes from, which I don't mm. think we went over. Because you hear Triscuit, no. you hear Triscuit, and you go, "Oh, it's uh, it's a play on biscuit because it's a little kind of a biscuit little snack." And you right. think, which it is, and you think, "Oh, maybe there's three things in it. There's three ingredients that make it Triscuit." That's not the case. They called Triscuit a Triscuit because it was baked by electricity. What? Yes. Triscuits are called Triscuits because they're baked by electricity. Weird. Yeah. Is that like, is that something we should be eating? Now I'm a little nervous about Triscuits. You can bake things by electricity, but that was their selling point back like, 70, 80, 90 years ago, like this this snack is baked by electricity, hence we call it a Triscuit. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, right? I thought, like, I always think of, like, a Tisket, a Tasket. I was like, it's just like a little Triscuit. A Tisket, a Tasket. Well, that's because I think that was part of the promo, right? A Tisket, a Tasket, a Triscuit in my basket. Something like that. Yeah. Is it, was that a thing? I think. I think it wasn't when Triscuits came out. I'm almost positive there was a, a Tisket. Because that's where my brain goes, but I don't remember that. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I think that's what it was. But Triscuits are baked by electricity. I don't know why that's a selling point. Well, it was probably like the new fad that that <laughs> yes. year. You know what I mean? Like, woo. <laughs> the, the 1915. We're not cooking this over an open flame. We're cooking this by this thing called electricity. Ooh. <laughs> it's fancy. But I just found that it was very interesting. And as yeah. we mentioned, we teach here. We teach a tad, a Triscuit of information. Oh, God damn, that was good. That was really good, Lindsay. Uh, what's also good is listener mail, because we got oh, some. My favorite. Give it to me. Gonna give it to you. It's from uh, a, a new one, Lauren M. Lauren says, I'm aware I'm very far behind on episodes, 
But Lindsay's play date wins. <laughs> Sorry, Kirk, but I have no emotional attachments whatsoever to Dunkaroos or Sunny D. Stop dancing! Um, I don't have any attachment to Dunkaroos or Sunny D either. I just thought that those would be the winners, but I was wrong. No, people want what I want. What did I say? Like a low <laughs> bagel bites. You, did, you, bagel bites. You threw down the bagel you bites. Compete yeah. with bagel bites. You said that way back when too, and I was like, no way. I thought I was going to win, and I didn't. But yes. So, yet another person in the Lindsay camp. Congra- oh, congratulations. Uh, Lauren thank you so much. Also goes on to say, and we are going to do this, Lauren, so thank you. Can you do an episode on buffets? The amount of yeah. nostalgia I have for them are full of chicken fingers and pizza and make your own pasta bars. So, oh, we're doing a buffet. We're not gonna go to a buffet. No, no, (laughs) No. we're not. (laughs) That's not happening. That's not a thing. But we're gonna talk about it definitely. Yes, vaxxed or not vaxxed, I'm not ready for a buffet. (laughs) I mean, 2019, I wasn't going to a buffet. I'm not doing it in 2021. Yeah. No, but we will definitely talk about buffets because that's a great idea and I have a lot of hot takes on buffets. Lauren no, also goes do. on to... Hey, yes, I do. Really? Kirk has something opinionated to say about a food topic? That's weird. weird. Uh, Lauren goes on to say, uh, also, I'm very hurt. Neither of you like goldfish. I think my daily mix of pretzel and regular goldfish for a solid eight years shaped me as a person. Okay, bye now, Lauren. Listen, goldfish suck. I don't think they suck. You, But you don't really like them. I don't need them in my life, but they became a part of my life during COVID because one of my crew is obsessed with the cheddar ones. And, like, they're fun to eat, but I wouldn't buy them myself. Would you do the combo that Lauren is doing of pretzel and goldfish together? I think I like pretzel. She does the plain, though, she said. No, she says uh, she's doing a mix of Oh, I thought she was doing plain a mix. and pretzel. Oh, I thought if she was taking pretzels and mixing them with regular goldfish. No, she, I would do the pretzel with the cheddar, and I think that'd be fun. You do a pretzel gold because there's pretzel goldfish. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh, yep. that's why. Ooh, that seems like a salt lake. Putting those two together. Oh, I like it. Ooh, not here for that. I'm not here for it. that, Lauren. But thank you for your email. And if you have a question or comment, send it to us at foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com. And we will read it on the air. Let's get into our poll. Last week we did barbecue. Um, Before I talk about the poll, in retrospect, my barbecue sandwich wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. No, I know. Sometimes when you believe the hype, sometimes when there's too much hype on a place... It's like movies. It's like, yeah. if you don't see it right away before the hype happens, it kind of ruins the hype, you know? Yeah, I think it got overhyped for me and I was thinking to expect it. Yeah. Well, it wasn't bad, but in general, a little disappointed. But the barbecue poll was uh, baby back versus beef ribs. I believe you're in the beef ribs camp. I don't know if I have a strong stance. To That's be not what you said last episode. No, I I probably lean beef, but I don't have I don't think I can really like step on one of them. I think you, you know? were definitively in the beef rib camp 
and now you're backpedaling because you know that baby back No, one. I think that you said you would probably like these ones if you don't like pork. And I was like, okay, because I just, I don't know the answer. I, were you just saying okay like you normally do? It's like if I say okay, Kirk will kind of leave me He'll alone. He'll stop talking. Yeah. Yes, 100%. <laughs> That's basically how my whole family acts. Baby back one, 54% to 46%. Uh, pretty close, about 700 people voted. Uh, I'm in the baby back camp, so uh, I don't take this as a victory because be- beef ribs are good. Uh, baby back's just easier. I think beef ribs, they're, they're easier. Beef ribs are easier to fuck up. Baby back are easier to make, I think. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that as well. But you go get, look out for our food polls every Tuesday morning on our Yummy Instagram page. Let's get into our main topic which is, I'm really excited for this house to taste uh, later on, Vietnamese food. Oh, I love uh, Vietnamese <clears throat> food. Is it, a, is it top tier? Is it the top shelf? To- it's one of my tops. Mine too. Top shelf food. See, um, I'm lucky because a lot of <clears throat> Thai places include Vietnamese dishes. So I'm able to get my fix of both at the same time often. Ah, uh, I see. Thai, Thai is still my number one out of, yeah. out of all foods, not just Asian food. It's still my number one. Vietnamese is definitively a very, very close second. Uh, I figured you were big on Vietnamese food because doing the research, it's one of the healthiest and most balanced foods in the world. Yeah, you can eat super healthy. Um, it's just so fresh and delicious, and it's yeah. like cold and fun, and mm, it's so good. <laughs> it's really easy to eat on the regular too, which is why I like it. You can always you can have it like weekly. You're never going to be like, oh, I can't deal with another Vietnamese meal, or like, oh, it's too hot out. It's never too hot out to eat Vietnamese food. Right, and it's also like there's a lot of different options. Like you could go with like a comforting soup or you can go with a crisp salad. Like there's a lot of different options. Yes, definitely. Where did you experience Vietnamese food for the first time? Was it Florida? Was it New York? It was Florida. My mom across the street from her office had like this really cute Vietnamese place. So like when I would go to her work with her, um, we always had dinner there. Like we would just go across the street and have like some sort of big soup and like some summer rolls. And oh, I just, nice. it's very nostalgic for me because of that. Oh, that's really interesting that Vietnamese food would be nostalgic because of that. Did you get it in New York? Oh, all the time. Yeah. All the time. I and I get it here all the time too. We get, I mean, there's a whole, if you go to Orange County Garden Grove, uh, which is, you know, kind of by Disneyland it, in Anaheim. It's called Little Saigon, and there's just nothing but Vietnamese restaurants that are just oh. so easy to go to and so easy to eat at. The best is, and I see this all around wherever there's Vietnamese restaurants, but particularly in Garden Grove, there's this whole, like, the names of the restaurants are just numbers. So mm, particularly fall places, where it's like Pho 88, Pho... Pho 72, Pho 91, and that's literally the name, which I find fascinating, where they're just like, yeah. Here, here's what you're going to get. We're not fucking around, although we will get into some ridiculous fun names later on. 
but um, I always thought that interesting. It was just numbers that that's the name of the restaurant. It's just a number. My experience with Vietnamese was I give it credit to Anne uh, because she's like we were dating in Chicago and she's like, do you want to get some Vietnamese food? And of course, because we're dating and I'm trying to be awesome and cool. accommodating and cool. I'm like, yeah, Vietnamese. I love Vietnamese. Let's get some Vietnamese. And never, never had it. And so we went to this place called Vietnam Little Home, which was like, almost like someone's house. It was a legit restaurant, but it was, it was a standalone house. And that was the first time I ever experienced pho. And I was like, oh, well, this Mm. is, this is my life now. It's so good. It's, let's, you know what? Let's just get into pho right now. Let me ask you before we do. Okay. Pho, pho or ramen? (laughs) <laughs> you asked a great question, but I also mean you didn't look at the outline, you rat bastard. Your dog is right behind you. That's awesome, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I go pho. I go pho. Mm. pho. I, it's a tough one, but... It's really tough. If it's like, save the world, make this decision, I go pho. I go pho. What about you? If I'm ordering in, I go pho because I just think it's a better, it's an easier bet, uh, delivery wise. But if I'm going out to eat, ramen. That is a great distinction. Mm-hmm. That is a really I think great pho distinction. It's easier to put together yourself, and it stays intact better. Yes. I don't think ramen travels as well as pho does. That's a that's a valid point. I would still take pho whether. Uh, dining in or eating out, but that is a very good point. Pho travels, which makes Vietnamese food so great. It's like, yeah, you can, because they separate everything, you get to put it all together, and so nothing's going to be kind of ruined. I love, one of my favorite things about pho, besides the taste, is the is the putting it all together. It's fun. It's, it's a little bit of work, but it's a little bit like I'm a mad scientist. I'm putting my mm-hmm. putting my bean sprouts in. I'm putting my herbs in. I'm putting a little bit of hoisin. Now I got to put the hot sauce and I'm stirring it mm-hmm. up. It's it's a fun thing to eat and a fun thing to put together. Ah, oh, that hoisin, man. <laughs> You're a hoisin fan. Tell you what, it's so good. I like I don't like hoisin too much because it gets a little too. I think it's a little too sweet, and then it's just a little too thick. You know, I got the viscosity issues, so I typically mm-hmm. just use it very sparingly. But uh, it is—it goes perfect with uh, with pho. And just just another pro tip, because again, we educate. It is pho. It is not pho. Don't call it pho. Yeah. It's, it's pho as in I duh. I called it pho. I called it pho for a very long time in my life. You know. Yeah. No one really told me it was pho until the last, like maybe five years. Oh, seven, really? Seven years, yeah. I really wish I could have been the one. It wasn't you. I forget who it was. <laughs> I think it was my sister, maybe, but it, it wasn't you. Oh, uh, you that were, person. This was before Kirk. Was there a before Kirk? Mm-hmm. Was it great? This w- This. No, I said this was before Kirk. I know. I'm saying, was there a before Kirk? Was there ever a before oh, Kirk? Oh, yeah. Um... It wasn't the same, but it was manageable. <laughs> wow, that was delicately put. Delicately put. Let me throw a versus 
to you with pho, what's more important to you, the broth or the noodles? Ooh, with pho? Ooh. There's a right answer. Uh, I don't know. I think I, I think I feel equally about them. There's no equality. None. We've learned that already. No, I, I feel like I couldn't do a bad broth or a bad noodle. The answer is the broth is more important. No, I really like the noodle element. I mean, a fucked up noodle isn't going to be as fucked up as a fucked up broth. No, I feel like they're both so important. I'm going to... No, I... Because a broth, you can, like, add paste and add hot sauce and add hoisin and add lime and, and try to, like, add all the things to make it better. Like, it's more salvageable. Mm-hmm. But a bad noodle, like, then you just can't eat the noodles, and the noodles are the one of the best parts. Noodles are very important to it. To me, it all starts with the broth because... Like, if you're doing, like, a beef noodle soup, or like a beef broth, if it's not got that, like, real deep flavor, no amount of zhuzhing is going to make that better. It's not... All that zhuzhing is just going to cover the fact that there is no flavor, and I think that's why broth is more important. Now, no, that might just... What are you going to do with a bad noodle? You're going to eat a bad noodle. You throw some veggies on it, you eat it with the meat. A bad uh. noodle really means it's just a little too soft. That's all. I feel like I could fix up a broth. I feel like a, a bad noodle is a lost cause. All right. What is your, what's the best pho for you? What's your go-to I typically pho? go with like a traditional, uh, like a beef. Yeah, um, the, like the rare beef. Yeah, like the rare beef and then kind of spice it up from there. If they have a spicy one, sometimes I'll do a spicy yep. broth. But typically I just go with like the standard and yeah. then add from there. I, I The beef is, is killer. Yeah, I don't, I've never done, um, I've never done a chicken. I usually go with a beef or pork. Let me tell you, I've done the chicken and I'm deeming it. This is weird coming for me because I'm constantly talking about how I eat chicken. Chicken pho is the worst. I would never do that. <laughs> like I would never, I would never get a chicken pho. I feel like it's a complete waste of a pho. Lily just side-eyed me from the living room because that's her go-to. That's what her go-to is. That's what her go-to. I is. understand why, but like I just, I, I feel like I would eat chicken other ways. Yeah, there's other exactly. There's other ways to eat chicken. It's. When I say worse, it's not, I don't mean it sucks. It's just, it's a little boring and you're, you can eat chicken noodle soup anywhere. Right. Yeah. That's how, that's exactly how I yeah. feel. You can eat chicken noodle soup anywhere. Stop giving I'm me sure that glare. I'm sure it's delicious, but I just feel like pho is something different and you should get something different. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. I'm glad that you said that because as you were saying that, Lily literally just gave me the hand. Which People is, still do that? <laughs> if you're my daughter, yes. She literally just did that. That's cute. I bet that makes you feel not as old as you are. That was the worst fucking thing you've ever said to me on this podcast. And you've said a lot of shitty things. <sighs> Especially because I have a birthday coming up. Oh, God damn you. God damn so you. So old. 
<laughs> Facts. Um, let me ask you this. I don't. I think you said you've never gotten it. Did you ever get a veggie pho? No, I feel the same way about the veggie pho as I do with the chicken. I think veggie pho is underrated, and here's why. Because sometimes what you can do, sometimes they'll put some tofu in it, and it's really good. But oh, sometimes nice. you can kind of you can switch out the broth. So you can get like a beef broth, but get the veggie. Oh, interesting. And it's really yeah, I good. I think I want the meat. I think I want the meat. Do you do brisket? Because I know you're a brisket fan. I have done brisket, but I typically just go for like the rare beef. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. I think it's the way to go. Um, let's move on from pho, even though we could talk about it for days, and move on to probably my second favorite. I mean, I'm, I'm, we're getting real basic here, but that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. We're not going to dive too deep in, but banh mi's. I never really do the banh mi um, because I crave other things when I crave Vietnamese food. So I don't typically, like I'm not, I've had a banh mi sandwich, mm-hmm. but like a handful of times. That's I think that's correct, and that's the way to go. Because if we go to a Vietnamese restaurant, it's a rarity that we'll get a banh mi. But we go to banh mi shops and get banh mi. Like, they're like, we make banh mi. That's all we make. We don't do anything else. And those are super special. And I think, to me, those are the best sandwiches in the history of sandwiches. We just said on our very first episode together, the sandwich episode. Yeah, and that's the thing too. I kind of feel like if I'm craving a sandwich, I go for like um, a turkey with spicy mustard or like an Italian. I'm not craving those flavors in a sandwich, so I typically don't go banh mi. So you're typically basic is what you're saying. Sure. (laughs) Thanks for the agreement. No, I just... I'd rather have a noodle bowl, you know? I'd no, but I'm have... saying if you're going to go get, I understand that because you're in a Vietnamese restaurant and you're like, you know what, I want pho or I want some noodle dish. I don't crave Vietnamese sandwiches. But what I'm saying is if you're going to go get a sandwich, then maybe you get a banh mi. Go to the banh yeah, mi as the I, I don't really want, I don't, I don't need that in my life. Well, then you're going to be way fucking happy when we do this. How's it taste? No, I think they're delicious. But Mm. like I have never once in my life been like, you know what I'm craving right now? A banh mi. Really? Wow. No. Oh, my God. That's crazy. It's crazy. What about you brought it up? Spring rolls. Do you crave the spring rolls? Those I crave and I order them every single time I order Vietnamese. <laughs> I order them. I only order from Thai restaurants that have them. I'm obsessed with the Vietnamese summer roll. So that's a given. If you are going Vietnamese, it's a given. There's going to given. be spring rolls at the table. 100%. Wow. that's That makes sense. Yes. Sometimes uh, I just order those and then like a little other side and eat those as like my meal. Oh, just as a little two side dishes in a row. You know mm-hmm. what's not bad is the Trader Joe's Vietnamese summer rolls. I've had them before. They're I in like a pinch. them, but I they're not great, but in, in a pinch. In a pinch. Yep. They're not bad. I've had them before. They're okay. I don't like the sauce with it. Hang on a second. You don't like Trader Joe's peanut sauce or you don't like the peanut yes. sauce in general? 
No, I don't like the Trader Joe's sauce. Okay. It's like a very tangy sauce, mm-hmm. and I'd rather have like a traditional peanut sauce or a um, hoisin sauce. I'm a big fan of that peanut, not Trader Joe's, uh, but the summer roll, that no, peanut dip. No, I love that. Oh, oh, did you add a little hoisin to that too? No, I never have. You can add a little, just a little bit of hoisin into that peanut sauce and it, it becomes... Oh, that sounds good, actually. Yeah. I like that idea. Do you think it's the best best role in Asian cuisine? Is that the number one role? Would you do that over for like me, a... Yeah. For me, it is, yes. Do you... What, what's in your summer roll? Is it, is it seafood? I is like it, it with tofu? tofu. I like it with shrimp. Um, I don't typically eat it with chicken, but I wouldn't throw it out of bed. I've had it with like ground pork i've had it with ground chicken um but i like a shrimp or tofu typically i like the ground pork a lot i like that a lot it's good yeah and i like the tofu too because then you just dunk it in that peanut sauce and you're fucking good to go so good so So good. good all right let's get into what i think for me might be the most important part of Vietnamese food, and that's the uh, nuk chan. That sauce. It's what is the, that sauce? It's the sweet, spicy, sour, and fishy sauce that comes in a little bowl at every table, every dish, every mm. single, every single table. Mm-hmm. It's got that little white ramekin, and mm-hmm. uh, so good. To me, that's that's like everything I want in Vietnamese food is that nuk chan. Yeah, it's good. It's from my, I went to Korean barbecue yesterday, um, and they had something similar. Yeah, it's, there's variations on the theme of it, but it's super, super good. I cannot get enough of that. And the ingredients are, it's made with fish sauce, lime juice, sugar, garlic, chili peppers, and sometimes shredded carrot or lemongrass. And it's, it's that lime sauce yeah. goes so. Oh, it's I love the it. fish and the lime, so it's like sour and tangy and spicy all at once, and you just put it on anything and everything. I could drink that. So good. So good. Yeah, I love it. For me, it's like the most important thing of Vietnamese cuisine is is that nut chunk. Once I had that, it was everything. Well, a lot of Vietnamese, like, their flavors are super simple, and it really is all about the sauces. Yes, yes. I think that's true. It's it's about the sauces and the herbs, because there's yes. so many herbs in Vietnamese food. You have basil and water mint and cilantro and lemongrass and, like, cor- it's just all these fucking herbs. And mm-hmm. if I'm not getting those herbs and I'm not getting that uh, sauce, then there's something wrong. Yeah. There's there's truly something wrong. Now, going along with the nuk cham, have you ever had Vietnamese chicken wings? Yes. I'm calling it out. Those are the best chicken wings. They are incredible. They are. But again, because they're not, they're not like deep battered fried. Well, the ones I had were really fried. How did, how do they cook them? But they're not, well, they're fried, but they're not battered. Like tip, like they're they're not battered, so there's not like a coating yeah. on them, which I like. No, they're very crispy, and the yeah. the ones that I've had are like lemongrass, and they're so good. Yes, oh the fucking lemongrass. 
and there's uh, but it also comes with that nut chunk. So their dipping sauce isn't blue cheese or barbecue uh, sauce. It's that it's that spicy vinegary nut chunk. So good. Yeah, mm. I knew, I knew of all things, the things that we would connect on would be that sauce because you were a very yeah you're a vinegar oh, no, person. I love that. You're, I'm you're, a vinegar you're, person. You know what you are? You're tangy. I am tangy. You are tangy. I am. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I. Unlike you, I give compliments. I say nice things sometimes. Name the last nice thing you said to me. I just said you probably feel really young because your daughter does the talk to the hands. It probably makes you feel younger in your old age. That is is just the shadiest shade ever of you pretending to be nice to me but just throwing shade, which is your specialty. This is the world you Uh, live in. You pretend mm. to give off sweet and niceness, but you're side-eyeing and throwing shade at everyone. Lily and I need to get away together for a few days. <laughs> oh my I think God. just have like a powwow. Here's the thing. I'm not so much worried about her as I'm worried about you. What does that mean? Meaning you two would go away and you'd come back worse just from being around her. I... I, I need it. <laughs> no, no. Let's get back to Vietnamese food because that's the only thing that's making me happy. Now, I'm a big fan of this as well. I would actually probably take this over banh mi's, not over pho, is ban cha, which is which is the, the cold noodle dish. Just a bowl mm. of the cold noodles and it's got grilled pork and maybe has some egg rolls in it. It's got the bean sprouts and the pickled veggies and it has the nak cham on the side and everything. Have you had ban cha? Yes, it's amazing. It's so Do you good. take it over pho? No, I think I would get a pho. I don't know. A f- pho is like I'm in the mood for pho. Simply because you're everything near me. else. Everything else on the menu to me is like I'm in the mood for Vietnamese. I kind of see them as two separate entities. How? Because a lot of pho places are like pho specific. So it's like, okay. I'm getting pho tonight or I'm going cold noodles, cold summer roll, kind of Vietnamese in that way. Okay. So it depends on my mood. Like I wouldn't get a pho and a summer roll. I feel like my, it's two different vibes for me. So you don't get a summer roll as an appetizer? Wait, I'm confused. I like order pho or I order Vietnamese food and get like dishes off the menu. I see what you're saying. Okay. It's like ramen to me. Like when I get ramen, I don't typically get anything else but ramen. Yeah, same with pho. When I get pho, all I get is pho. But when I get ban chao, that's really all I get as well. Um, I think it depends. Yeah, it depends. Because I would want to say, oh, I like pho when it's hot because then you kind of sweat it out. Uh, but ban cha, which is cold, is really refreshing on a hot day. Now, yeah, it's nice. we've had this conversation. You don't want hot soup on a hot day. No, I like those are like winter foods for me. So pho then is more of a winter cozy thing to you. Yes. Do you find that weird? Because Vietnamese is not a cozy winter place in and of itself. 
No, I just find that it's more like I tend to go to comfort foods when it's cold outside. But you don't want it. You wouldn't have it in August. No, in I don't want it in August. Okay. No. Okay. That's interesting to me. Um, I can see it and I understand it, but uh, I wouldn't let the weather hinder me on that. So I think that's really right. Yeah, I don't typically crave soups or anything like that when it's really hot outside. But even if it's pho, because pho is eaten in hot weather. No, I don't live in I don't live in that area of the world. Like, so I don't eat it for the weather. Do you, know? you do you eat ramen in the summer? Not typically. Okay. Well, you're consistent. Yeah. Yeah. I like a salad. I like a cold. Like, I don't know. I just don't crave any sort of soups in the in the summer. Your craziness is consistent, so I will applaud you on that. So, thank so, you. So, bun cha, you're good with in the summer then. Big bowl yeah. of noodles, the cold noodles, the the sauce all over it. Yeah, it's uh, and that's a good one too because that's also you do a little prep as well. You got to throw some bean sprouts on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to do the the herbs. I really am into the. I'm really into the prep of Vietnamese food. I really, really it's appreciate it. And there's different levels of it. Like you said, there's the herbs, there's yes. the spice, there's the sauce. Like it's you know, you got a few things going on. Remember last week when we talked about how barbecue is kind of like cocaine. Yes. I've always felt that the prepping of Vietnamese food, I'm wondering if it's like prepping heroin. Um, Cause I you gotta, so. cause you gotta, you gotta get the, you gotta get your fixing. You gotta get your fix. You gotta get the shot. You gotta get the shot. You gotta do that. You have your whole no. little thing. When you, I don't think it's as cute. When you used to do heroin, Remember when you used to do heroin? Mm-hmm. Long time ago. Yeah, I don't know um, if I want to talk about those days, but I could see more like weed if you like, you have to pull oh, the weed apart. Oh, that's good. You have to put it, yes. like you have to grind it. You have to like put it in a, yes. either make a joint or put it in a bowl. Like I could see that more. I don't really honestly know the prep of heroin. <laughs> Sure you don't. I think I've stayed out of that. <laughs> it's the one realm you've stayed out of. But yeah. that's a good point because it's the it's the prep and it's the prepping of something that you know is coming that's going to be wonderful. Yeah. Which I love. Great. And you made it happen. Yes, you controlled it, which is great. Let's play a game before we get to our how's it taste, which now I'm worried that you won't really care about. Um we're going to do ever try, would you try? So these are some dishes. Some of these I've had in Vietnamese places. Some I've never had. I'm curious if you've, you've, you've ever experienced them. The first one, green papaya salad with mixed beef jerky. Green, uh, green papaya mixed with beef jerky. So it's a I've papaya salad. I've never had it, but I love a papaya salad and I love beef jerky and I would love it. It's really good. Um, it's basically what it is. So it's that green papaya salad that we've all had. There's just strips of, not the beef jerky you get in a bag, but it is dehydrated beef topped on I'm into on it. The, oh, it's so good. So, so good. Highly recommend that if it's on the menu as an appetizer. Next one. 
a savory pancake served with shrimp, pork, and bean sprouts. So it's a so it's um, it's the one I like that's, a skin. It's the one that's got I've the bean like sprouts like sticking out of pancake. it. Have you ever seen it? Um, it's thick. I don't know if I've. I don't know if I've had that, but I feel like I would like it. Because I like a scallion pancake. Like, I had a kimchi scallion pancake yes. last night. It was really good. Ooh. Like, I like that. It's good. It's really good. It's stuffed. It's way stuffed, but it's still really good. You brought up scallion pancakes. This is going to sound weird, but I'm going to give a confession. I like scallion pancakes. Yeah, they're really good. But I don't like scallions. I know, but it's cooked in a different way. It it's really got a is. lot of things to it. It's good. Yeah, my favorite scallion pancakes are the ones where they've messed up and there's only like one or two scallions in them. I was like, oh, this is perfect for me. Because you probably get the flavor of it, but you don't have to eat the actual. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, have you ever had beef stew at a Vietnamese restaurant? I haven't. We've did it for a bit at this restaurant that closed down. I can't remember the name of it, but we would get it's because there's a French influence in uh, Vietnam cooking. It was a tomato based beef stew and served with a side of French bread. Ooh, interesting. It was hot. So it was in, it was in like a little mini crock pot and yeah. you take it and you dip the bread in and as you're eating it you're like this is really really good how is this in any way shape or form vietnamese food vietnamese, but it's yeah. but it's on the menus you'll see it on a lot of menus um it's really interesting if you want like a heavy meal it's good that sounds really good yeah i i didn't realize that there was a french connection um I have seen the connection, but I didn't realize that that was like a thing. Yes. I thought like, oh, this restaurant does Vietnamese and French cuisine. Yes, because the French occupied Vietnam for many, many, many years. So there's there's this very much, uh, and it, there's in a lot of influence of uh, French. And that's why you get the French bread with banh mi's, because right. the French occupied Vietnam for so long. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I never eat anything that's like French specific, so I never really notice the food element. Of yeah, that. that makes sense. Have you ever had broken rice? It's called Kam Tom. I might be saying that wrong. Broken rice. I don't think so. I haven't had it either. I almost got it yesterday, but I couldn't, and I'll explain why in a little bit. But Kam Tom is also known as Vietnamese broken rice. This simple but tasty dish usually comes with grilled meat, fried eggs, salad, and pickles. Broken rice is actually broken grains of rice left over from the traditional drying and milling process. You can eat it for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Super cheap in Vietnam for a dollar. Wow. I so want to eat this. That sounds really good. Yeah, all that combined grilled meat, rice, egg, salad, pickles. Mm, yeah, I'm into yeah, it. Yeah, I'm into it too. I want to try that. I want to try it as well. I'll explain why in a little bit why I didn't. Um, the next thing, I don't believe I've had this. I have not ever had this, and I'm going to pronounce this way wrong, but I'm going to give it a shot. Boon Cha Hanoi. Oh, wait, no. Boon Cha Hanoi, like Hanoi the city. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, do you know what that is? I've never had it. I just no. It explain it to me. It is a dish consisting of many ground pork patties steeped in a diluted sweet and savory fish sauce, served with fr- rice vermicelli noodles on the side, and a plate of lettuce and herbs. Hmm. It feels like it's everything you like, but just never yeah. had it. Yeah. Yeah. I could get behind that. I could get behind it. It became real famous when um, President Obama had it on Anthony Albert Bourdain's show mm. a long time ago. And then all of a sudden people were like, oh, this is a good thing to eat. This is really good. I haven't seen it that much, or maybe I just ignore it. I do feel like when I'm doing Vietnamese food, I don't know if you f- feel this way, but you kind of go, well, probably I'm probably getting pho. What do you mean? I just... If I'm going to Vietnam, a Vietnamese place, I always just, I kind of get the same things. Oh, I see, yeah. I see. I kind of get the same things too. I do that with Thai food as well. Yeah. Um, I think, but like when I have branched out because I've gone with like someone new yeah. and they were like, oh my God, have you had this? I'm always like, why don't I branch out more? Exactly, and then you're like, you know what, Lindsay, next time you go branch out more and then you're like, ah, oh, the rare beef pho. Yeah. I do that yeah. too, all the time. And I'm like, I'm like, here we go, I'm gonna get something new, I'm gonna try it. And then you're like, I don't know, that that, that rare beef is gonna be good, I should just get that. I know, it's a shame you just can't eat as much as you want in one sitting, you know, and get the pho and the noodles. That's pho. what we really need to do, is just get two dishes and just dig in, but that's, yeah. that's difficult as well. A few more. Uh, before we get to some eating, a boon ri, boon ryu, boon ryu. What? What is that? That is a rice vermicelli noodle soup made with tomato and crab, originating in northern Vietnam. Northern Vietnam. Uh, it is the broth and topping are made from rice patty crabs that have been pounded into paste. The paste and juices are cooked with tomato until these curled crabby patties float at the top. The result is tangy and savory soup teeming with crab essence. Wow, I've never had that, but I bet it's delicious. I mean, I would never order that, but like, that sounds amazing. I don't know if I would order that either. And it it could go, yeah, it does sound really good. Because I love a crab cake. You put some lime on that, and I bet it's bomb. And you like it. We've already said, Lindsay's tangy. That must be really good. I've never really seen that, or if I have, it hasn't stood out to me in in the menu. Um, so I've never tried it. And again, as I'm speaking, I'm like, you know, next time I'm going to try it. And then I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm just going to get thought. Yeah. Shame, shame on us. Mm. Shame on us. Shame on us. All right. One more. <laughs> I know the answer to this, but I'm just going to bring it up. Um, balut. Balut. Yes. What is that? Balut is a developed bird embryo that is boiled and eaten from the shell. Nope. Nope. Common Bye. as a Vietnamese breakfast. Nope. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Let's go back. Yeah. I've seen it eaten on TV and it's rough. Oof. It, yeah. But it's a big deal. It is a, I don't, I, I've never seen it at a restaurant that maybe they don't serve here because they know, you know, American taste, no one's going to eat it. Uh, but I just had to throw that one out. Yeah, no, no bueno. No, no, thank you. No, no. thank you. What about? Oh, I know the answer to this, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. Dessert, Vietnamese dessert, like a sweet soup. I'm, I'm saying no. 
I don't want sweet I soup. I don't need a. I don't want a sweet soup. I don't want a sweet soup. I don't either. want a sweet wine. I don't want a sweet soup. I don't know. <laughs> it's weird, right? Well, you're tangy. It is weird. I, Anne loves the sweet soups. It's because it's usually that bean and it's. Yeah, I bet it's really good, and it's like drinking like condensed milk, right? I, I think mean, I so. Bet it's yes. like delicious, but I just don't. That's not like what I want. At the end of my meal. That's not what I want either. And this is why I brought it up because this is my dessert hack and it's perfect for Vietnamese food. Because Vietnamese food is so healthy and so light that you could go and eat it and then go, let's go get cake. Because all I had was was Vietnamese food. Right. And that's one of my favorite I do things like, to do. I've had like those bean like they almost look like pork buns, like bean little sweet buns. Oh yeah, the sweet buns that are like look like red bean and stuff like that. Those are really yummy. Oh, I look don't at you! Typically get those at the end of my meal, but like when I've had those for like a fun snack, I'm mm-hmm. like these are delicious. Those are big. Those are big. I again don't yeah. don't like those, but uh, I do like the idea of having a wonderful wonderful dessert after I've eaten a healthy. Vietnamese meal, which is another reason why to love Vietnamese food. All right. Before we eat, I looked up what I'm calling stupid pho restaurant names because they're, mm. they're big. There's a, yeah. there's a lot around LA. Yeah. I want to hear your hot takes on these. Okay. Are any of these good? Uh, I wonder if some of these you've seen because there's one in, uh, I've seen two in Beverly Hills and you're like, oh, Beverly Hills, fuck off. Yeah. Uh, there, there's uh, uh, like 9021 Pho. I've seen that. I've seen that one. Which makes me mad because you're like, well, you're saying it wrong. So it's automatically stupid. Right. Yeah. Uh, fabulous. I've never seen that, but that's really dumb. <laughs> uh, fucking good. I like that. Okay. Fushizzle. Terrible. <laughs> Phenomenal? Eh, uh, uh, fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good for you? I like that. That's stupid. <laughs> Lindsay, I like that. That's stupid. Good for you. Unforgettable. Bad. Hate it. The final one, for show. Horrible. Hated it. Okay. I like the 9021 foe, I think. Because it's just so dumb, and it's like... If you go there, you're probably not going to get good pho. No, that's you know? like, that's got to be like. That's like tourism Tourism pho. pho. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a white person pho. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But you're, it sounds like you're leaning hard for good for you. I really, it's stupid and it has so many different meanings. It's like good pho. Good pho. That's good for you. Yeah. Like it's just really dumb. <laughs> In a good way though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with. Because I'm nine years old, fucking good. I like that yeah, too. Just, it reminds me of like this, the Sofa King. Huh? You know when you used to write when you were little. Oh sofa yeah. King, like it reminds me of that. Well, I mean, you were a bad person back then, so I don't know. I don't know about that. Would you rather go to Good for You or eat at a place called like Fa Eighty Eight? Pho 88 to me sounds like it's probably more authentic. Yes, it is. It is. It's one of those, we've gone to Garden Grove and gotten it, and it's amazing, but it's it's hardcore, and you basically go in, 
look at the menu, point, they nod, they give you it, it's amazing, you drink it, you eat it, you pay, and you leave. Yeah, that sounds great. It is great. What's not going to be great is what we're doing now, because now it's time for How's It Taste? How's It Taste? This is the part of the show where we surprise each other with a food based on the theme of today's show to see if we like it. Since today's episode is all about Vietnamese food, that's what we'll be eating spectacularly for me, maybe not for you, is I got you up on me. I'm excited. Okay. I didn't say I didn't like banh mi. I was a little I worried. It. It's just, no, it's just not what I crave. Okay, um, okay, good. But I I think they're delicious, and I'm very excited about it. So before we, before I say where this is from, I say let's eat them. Okay. Um, you go you go first, because you don't know what you got, because I didn't no. tell you what meat it is. What number do you have? I have a number four, you have a number nine. I have a number nine. Yeah. Oh, it's so stinky. Yes, the pickled vegetables make it stinky. So for those of you that don't know, banh mi is like a big Subway sandwich. Yes. And it has like cilantro and it has, I guess this is papaya. No, that's pickled vegetables. Pickled vegetables on top. Yes, and there should be some cilantro. Cilantro, there's carrots. There's, ooh, there's a jalapeno in here. I like it. There's some mayo on it. And this is meat. Yes. This is like a beef situation. It is a beef, correct. You got a beef. Mmm. Mmm. Now be be real. Well, it's really good because it's kind of like a beef jerky almost. Yes, exactly. That's why I thought you might like it. Mm-hmm. It tastes like if you ordered, like if you bought a beef jerky with like some sort of sweet. It's really good. Did you get a little of the pickled vegetable and the jalapeno in there? Let me try. That's okay. that's when you get the whole uh, essence of it. It's, get the whole it's thing. pretty great. All right, let me try. I want to get a jalapeno. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna want to get a jalapeno in there. I'm curious to see what this does because I'm actually really nauseous from the um, vaccine. Oh, I know. That was a good bite. Oh, I wish you had the video for that. I would put oh that up. That was a good bite. So, so good. When it's when you get the jalapeno in the pickled, it makes it better. Yeah. You have to get the whole thing. Have to get the whole thing. And mm, yeah. I really like this. Oh, good. Uh, mm-hmm. I drove to Alhambra in San Gabriel Valley uh, at a place called Bon mm. Me My Foe. Bon me, my fellow. Mm. And it was a show. Really? I ordered it. I called it up uh, so it would be there and ready when I got there. Drove there. There was already a line out the door because it's, oh, no. it's, just, it's just a sandwich shop. Right. And I ordered a bunch of stuff for the family. And we ordered two days worth. So we got, everyone got like two sandwiches. Wow. Um, and I was like, you know what? I don't want two sandwiches in a row. I'm gonna get that broken rice dish. Oh, yeah. So I'm waiting in line, even though I ordered my food, because that's just how they roll. And I go and I did, it was cash only. And I didn't know it was cash only. Oh, no. And I didn't have enough for the broken rice. Oh, no. So I was like, it was like, $35 and I was like, ah, 
I oh. have 31. Just take out the broken rice. So I didn't get the broken rice. That's so sad. Yeah, I was way disappointed. I didn't get to do it. I did get for me, I got the chicken. Okay, I'm curious to see how that is. I didn't get you the chicken because I figured you wouldn't give a crap. I was going to get you tofu because I know you're a tofu fan. I like both, yeah. But their I des- think the meat was the way to go. Their description was it wasn't a tofu, it was tofu ham. Oh. So it was tofu, but flavored to be ham. And I was like, I don't no, want, no, no, I don't no. want to do that to you. All right, here I go. I like this meat though. So you got chicken. Mm-hmm. Mm. Gotta get Good. all of it. You gotta get all of it. Mm-hmm. it. It really does make a difference when you get all of it. Gotta get the pickle. Gotta get the bread. Gotta get the so jalapeno. So good. So good, Kurt. I got mine without mayonnaise, just because I have mayonnaise issues. I figured, did, did the mayonnaise come into play with I you at all? It doesn't really, no. It's not, it doesn't stick out. Okay, this is really good. Is it? Really good. Here's the thing about, we, go ahead. You know, what, you know what we should do with these when we eat the rest of them? A little sriracha. Ooh, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I will throw a little sriracha in there. Just a little yeah. sriracha. Yeah, because there's, there's jalapenos, but there's only like two in each yeah. sandwich. So, this is going to be consumed by you. Yeah, I'm going to eat the rest of it for lunch. Good. And then I'm going to eat the rest of it for dinner. That makes there's sense. There's like two big pieces. So I'm going to do yeah. lunch and dinner. Oh, perfect. It is. Yeah. Here's the thing about Bami's, which is great. It's a huge, big sandwich. It's got your meat. It's, it's huge. It's got your starch. It's got your veggies. And it's like $4.35. Oh, wow. Yeah. Bonmi's traditionally are like, if you're going to like a, a, a Bonmi place, that's tr- it's it's that cheap. Because it's a giant foot long. I mean, it's huge. Yeah, it's huge. It is way huge. And if you're going to a Bonmi place, just a hot tip, and they're charging like 6 or $7, fuck that it's place. It's probably not authentic. No. They're like dirty, which is why it's always so crowded at lunch, because people are just right. getting their, their Bonmi sandwiches and taking them to go and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm, so good. Oh, Thanks, good. Kurt. Yay. Ah, oh, that makes me happy. That makes me very happy. All right, now it's time for What You Eat. What You Eat. We're going to close out the show as we do every show with food recommendation, anything you are currently obsessing over or can recommend based on today's theme. I'm going to go because I'm going to base it on Bon Me, the place that I almost went to because it's our standby, is a place called Lee's Sandwiches. Lee's mm-hmm. Sandwiches is there's one in Pasadena they're all over uh they do great bond meats but the big thing is it's this is going to sound weird because we constantly trash chains it's an international chain oh wow you can get it all over the world and chances are if you're in some sort of city you will find Lee's sandwiches somewhere Lee's sandwiches um like I know when I visit my brother in DC there's one in DC and we're like oh great let's get some Vietnamese sandwiches Again, they're really good. Same thing, even though it's an, a chain, it's like four fifty for a sandwich. Wow. Have all the flavors. They have tofu, they have beef, they have chicken. Uh, so if you are near any good sized city, search out Lee's Sandwiches, even though it's a chain. It's really good bond these. Cool. Um, well, my recommendation is if you live in the LA area, a friend of mine opened um, a restaurant called Bon Hui, which is like Vietnamese, French, but also he's Armenian. So there is like kind oh, of an really? Armenian I, element to it. That's crazy. 
Mm-hmm. And their food is, their wings are really good. Now, he's left Bonwe and he started We Melrose. So him and the partner kind of split off. So both restaurants I highly recommend. I don't know. Bonwe's probably doing like the sticky wings are really mm-hmm. good. Um, there was this crazy fried chicken sandwich for a while that they had with all the like kind of Bonwe toppings. But really, really, really good with this like Armenian twist. So check out We Melrose or Bon We. That's Here really we interesting. I knew because you'd mentioned me off air about uh, Bon We, and we were going to check yeah. that out. But we should check yeah, out and We they, too. They used to be. They used to do a, a smorgasbord. Oh, did they? Uh huh. They did that for a while. I used to go there all the time. But now they have two storefronts. One's in Hollywood, and one's. Um, I think it's off of yeah, it's Melrose. It's Wee Melrose. Okay, yeah, that's where I used to live way back when. Oh, that's a good that's a good poll. That is a good poll. Mm-hmm. Smorgasburg, upcoming episode. I bet it's go I bet they're doing it. I mean, if we're opening everything by June fifteenth. Yeah. I mean and that that you know, you and I are getting vaccinated. It's outdoor. I know I got my first shot yesterday and I feel a little pukey, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, oh, no, I have to eat. But it was good. It was fine. I just feel a little off. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. I uh, I got mine and I felt fine. Did you have Moderna, though? Yes. See, I had Pfizer, so I'm wondering. I went with a friend and he's also feeling a little pukey. Oh, so. wow. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Well, mm-hmm. enjoy that bond me when you feel better. Thank you. I'm excited about it. And that's our show. You can find Food Fight anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like our show, please subscribe, please share, please tell your friends, and please leave us a review. Whether you use Apple Podcasts to listen to us or you don't, but you do have an Apple ID and it's convenient for you to do so, please go give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you like even more food content, go ahead and follow our Yummy page on Facebook as well as Yummy on Instagram. And if you have a question, comment, or just want to tell us how wrong we are, send us an email at foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.